Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Hi, Chris. Yeah, good. All right, we're almost right? in song. Yeah, gentlemen, how are we doing? Good. Happy today, aren't you? Annoyingly happy, isn't he? Sorry, <laughs> it's not used to you smiling. It's not a criticism, is it? How good happened? You bloody jolly bastard! How good happened or how no. bad happened? No, it's really bad with you, will it? No, no, all, all alright. Plain sailing, just content. The gods came out in force, by the way, protecting them. Oh, did they? After my comments got last up week, by the, yeah. the dark army. I think this could be a. A parody, though, from Ellie Underdown. Talking about Dr. Martens, you're dressed like my auntie going to the gym, mate. Top episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, a, a negative with a positive yeah. again. It's hard and then lift you back up. I think it's known as a shit sandwich, that. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Ellie. There was another one and all. Someone went into detail on how they wear the Doc Martens oh, and really? how they like them, yeah. Do so like, uh, what, are they like mine? Uh, no. No. Oh, no, mind then. Comfortable. Here we go, no. Mrs. D. Not, not the Mrs. D, is it? Not Mrs. Doc. Big, big D. <laughs> I'm a punk rock chick and used to wear docks a lot. Wore them all over the world. Don't actually like them scuffed. Oh, no, she likes them polished. Personally. But they're hard to ruin. I did get beer, blood and sick on them over the years, but they last a good while. What the hell? She sounds like she did have, a good night, she did, wasn't she it? She did have some good travels, didn't she, bless her? Kiss on the end. Oh, oh. kiss as well. From Mrs. D. I wonder if they were the kiss were for. Mm, probably, mm. He's a threat now, isn't he? <laughs> Pin up boy, yeah, yeah. You're out next week. By the way, Mrs. D, we've all been holidays. You know what I mean? They've been all around the world. <laughs> they've all been away, Mrs. D. No, thanks for your comments. Constructive. Yeah, another fashion segment to start off. <laughs> I had a clear out this week, actually. The full, full. Oh, you found that? Long <laughs> Did you? I found some right gems in back of the <laughs> That is a beauty, isn't yeah. it? Found this in back. How long, have you, this? how long have you been married? Ten year. Ten year. How long have you been with Rose? Eighteen. Eighteen. So you've had that jumper that long. There's probably still a condom in that pocket. <laughs> probably is. It would look lovely with a high neck Correct. black t-shirt underneath it. Especially if it's a bit cold at the back. The, you know, Imagine pulling the jumper out and go, I ah, know, I'm going to stick a black t-shirt underneath that. It's almost over the shoulder, isn't it? It's nice, isn't it's it? lovely. What would you put under it? Nothing. That's <laughs> it's like fuck. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I had a clear out. There's going to be some, some cats wandering around Syria next week when them bags arrive. Oh. Some stylish cats. Imagine that. Imagine that being in Syria. And they, oh, the fuck, in England's gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thanks, thanks, but no thanks. Thank, send thanks the bastard, you can, send you, it back. You can, you can have that one, pal. 
not, it's not that cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, probably late to the party, but Happy Valley. Oh, you're enjoying I'm it? I'm addicted to it, yeah. yeah. I thought it? you'd be well into it with it being your neck at woods. No, I, 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 we don't watch much telly. So Is he always good banging on about telly? What's that one that you watch? You, there's about 50 series of it, the crime thing. CSI. Oh, CSI. CSI and... Uh... <laughs> Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid were class. Uh, but you love a crime. Yeah, I do like crime. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one? Law and Order, Criminal Intent. Uh-huh. Psychologist and what about, Who's your favourite? Detective, like? Detective Hercule Poirot. Oh, who's yours? Vera. Vera? Fuck off. Vera's rubbish. Barnaby. <laughs> Summer Murders. Oh, I've never seen that yeah, one. Or, or Father Brown, I like him as well. But, like, I remember when you, if you stay at mine... Reaching 12 o'clock at night, you'll just have a skim. You know them shitty channels on uh, yeah. Sky? Uh, like 1.30 down. Yeah. Oh, it would be like, you beauty. It'll be <laughs> an old flipping CSI. <laughs> oh, good night, John. Sat <laughs> <laughs> up until then, half one watching it. And he finds me up set here. It's still <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning. One wood in hand. <laughs> I, had a, uh, I stopped off on services where I had a bizarre urinal experience on the way down. There, 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 I mean, there's always some there's a strange thing to navigate, aren't they? Sometimes the urinals when there's a few people in them. But there were a bloke I walked in with what I could only describe as a chicken stance. He didn't even he was he was no under full floor, no hands, free free flowing. I a, think you've got to be careful with hand, that. Hands on hips. Bit of a lean he back. Almost, yeah, it was almost like he wanted me to have a look. Was it any good? Average at best, I'd say. But it, it was a straight like. Going no hands as well. Did he go pants down the ankles? Or? No. I've seen that a few Just times. Sit by the down. Way. That, that causes some that can, that can cause a couple of different reactions. It can cause a, a ha 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 or a what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, here? I nearly got into a fight in Mojo's toilet. What were your pants around your ankles? Yeah, schoolboy wee. And he just, this lad walked in and took offence to it. And I, I think I've got it on video somewhere. I'll find what? you it. I mean, maybe it's filming it. Just a minute. From, from Just behind. Probably you're in a video on this one. Probably you're about windowsill. My mate was behind and somebody took offence. I don't know why. I think I was trying to get him to join in. I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to have a look at the video. You can be an asshole on a night out, can't you? But he, yeah, he didn't didn't take offence. Didn't uh, didn't like it. Schoolboy wee. What age are you when you go? Elf, film this, film this. Come and film me having a piss in time. I'm going to pull my pants. I'm going to pull them all with it. I'm going to pull my pants down. I need to find it. It'll be fucking chaos. Oh, no, that's Look at me, bum. Look at me, bum. What a night we're having. Just passes that sherbet dip there, mate. If you're going no handed, though, as well, that's in dangerous territory for the after dribble as well, because you're going to have the boxer. Underneath. Did he go? How did he do it? Did he? <laughs> he just, no, he was just stood there and then it. All right, and carried on. No hands. He's got no, nothing in his hands. He looked proud of himself. It's you almost what? arrogant, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know when you see someone on a bike with no hands, they always look, you know, hands on it. You think, Dickhead. I felt the same when he were having a wee. <laughs> did you check it off for him? No, no. I think he wanted me to <laughs> with his stance. What's well, the classic um, technique then? Do you go 
Hold my one. Oh, I don't got one. Do you go for the lean? I'm my pinch of it. <laughs> two, <laughs> two fingers, that's it. <laughs> I'll tell you when you've had a good night, when you've got both hands on it, your head's up warm. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 know, you, you know you've had a good swill, don't you? We chat, <laughs> chat some shit, don't we? We <laughs> wonder why people don't enjoy these intros. <laughs> well, I mean, have we got this week, Nicky Eden? In, we're in Barnsley, aren't we? We're in, yeah. But we're not, nah, but... I mean, because we've heard a lot, haven't we, about the, uh, the Barnsley nightlife, and he's... He's, confirms uh, it, doesn't he? Yeah, well, they all confirm it. He's gone. He's gone full string, fella. He's opened his own joint on the yeah, on the Eden's strip. bar. Uh, I go in quite regular. Do you? Yeah. You were on the red card though, weren't you? you I opening? went to opening. You know what I mean? Bit of a face and that. You cut it ribbon. No, no, mayor were in for that. Fuck off! Well, he got murdered down for open up. No, of course I didn't. Uh, it never get because it's a free drink, by the way. <laughs> Some era won it by the time by the sound of it that. When they got promoted. Oh, it Sounds aye. like it was just a year-long holiday. Free yeah. for all. But they, they were used to win. Yeah. So everybody joined in. That's the era. Well, I, I like them. Funny, funny. I don't think there was much work getting done in the Barnsley area. <laughs> <laughs> That's why pits closed. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just twatted all that season. Danny Simpson, part two went down well. That Ronaldo story. It's... We can call him Ronnie. You can can call we? Him, you can call him Ronnie. Yeah. So fickle though, isn't she? Yeah. Don't like her. No. I think she should be stripped of a Miss California title. You think? You, you can go with scissors like, just cut a ribbon. <laughs> You've been stripped. Yeah, so fickle. I wish I... I want to on, on video. I want to took like my school boy Wee. Yeah. <laughs> but you better watch that, wouldn't it? <laughs> Tell you what, though. You know, with the old VPN, Miss California could have watched that uh, title-winning season, couldn't she? Seamless that again, John. Yeah. Well, I think he's, she's good. He's, getting good. he's getting really good at this, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> Too good. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what NordVPN is, sponsoring the episode once again is <clears throat> the best. The, the best. Service in the business. All your passwords are locked up tight. They are. Yeah. But you can watch anything. You can watch Happy Valley while you've got your feet on up. Like that and a sun there. lounger. Yeah. Yeah, naked afraid and all that. You can get cheaper streaming services as well. You can. So basically you can Which bounce your bonus. location to anywhere in the world. So if you're on your holidays and you want to watch uh, the match... While you're on the lounge, you can do just bounce your location back to the UK or alternatively bounce it abroad and get them cheaper streaming services. Has anybody watched Naked and Afraid apart from that one time? No. no. Anybody only watched Naked and Afraid? It's it's quite good. And you can watch it on your lounge with your NordVPN. The link's in the description with a heavy, heavy discount. Because it, it is on crappy channels, you know, like 198 and 243. Yeah. So, But it's worth it. You can get their newer series is a lot quicker. There you go. Links in the description. Get yourself involved. You watch Lego. You watch them building Lego. <laughs> I didn't but actually realise how much you like that. And you, Matty. What's the World Lego Championships or something? Lego Masters. Lego Masters. It's good. Absolutely shite. So you're me- saying that. I'll tell you you're me- saying that, but when we were watching it, where were we, Scotland? I'll tell you what, make it even better. You watching it and you were saying how shite it is. I'll tell you and what. Then, Where's, he's never going to get away with that dinosaur head. He needs to get a move on. Look at that one. Look at that one. <laughs> jumper. Tell you what, make it even better that if they do it barefooted and they just threw Lego <laughs> all over the floor and, and the boxes were the other side at room. But you and Rose actually religiously oh, watch yeah. it, don't you? Yeah, every week, Wednesday night. Pathetic. Pathetic? Is <laughs> the man who has a wee with his pants around his ankles? <laughs> well, he's made for fun. For fun. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Shall we get Nicky in? Let's get Nicky in. <laughs>
I've heard about the appeal of uh, a beefer, but I didn't think you'd be opening opening a bar on the seafront <laughs> in the heart of Ibiza. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, you know, it's um, sort of ready-made market for it, isn't it? You know, <laughs> Mars has got uh, that reputation a little bit that folk like to go out and enjoy themselves. So, open this place, see how it goes. They, 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 don't, they don't believe me like what it used to be like. I mean, it's coming, it's come back now, isn't it? Now you've now you've hit the strip. Yeah, yeah, it's changed a bit. Like, I mean, it, it used to be. Have you got a vision? I'm going to bring it back to the yeah, yeah, yeah. If they build, if You'll you build it, it they the will come. Days. <laughs> I don't think it'll ever get back to that. Like, but um, I mean, it used to be round bars. You just have like one drink in every pub, so it'd be a pub crawl, wouldn't it, John? You know, you'd have you'd be smashing them down next pub. But we here, like, you know, you get older ending. Uh, so they tend to stay in for two or three and talk about old times, like. No, it's nice though. Yeah, it I've, is. I've been in here a few times. You went to the guest opening of honor, night, didn't you? you? Guest of honour for opening. Yeah, they got raw red carpet out, didn't you? you? Got local celeb in, you know what I mean? <laughs> Still fucking not knocked me out of a bite, by the way. <laughs> I'm from Barsley, John. You should know better. <laughs> did, did the, is it right that they nearly didn't give you a contract initially as a young lad? Oh, at Barsley? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, when I was 16, I didn't get offered YTS. So that was the first time I got binned off by him. <laughs> uh, so I went to sixth form. Then I started playing it, got, got it youth team, signed pro, uh, did a couple of years pro, and then uh, I got told I was getting a free transfer. And uh, that were Mel Machin. And luckily for me, he got sacked with uh, one game to go. Were you going otherwise? Yeah, I went off. I was, what, why? Like, do you just not like it as a player or...? I don't know, because when I was 18, I got like pretty close to the first team. I got told I was starting one Saturday when I, you know, I think I might have been still in the youth team at that time. And I've been training with first team and that and doing well. And then I didn't play that week. And then from then on, for about next 18 months, he battered me every reserve game, like just on my case. Like, and I didn't know what I'd done wrong. Um, remember John Dean was there at the time and Dixie were good like, and he'd try and sort of look after me a little bit. You know, and I asked Dixie one day, I said, what, what have I done? He says, I've got no idea, just got it in for you. I'm like, you know, I ain't, I ain't done out really. He says, well, just get your head down, keep playing. You know, there were a few times he's like, proper dug my heart. Uh, I think we played Villa away at Villa Park. You know, she always used to play on, on first team grounds and um, they'd got a strong team out and I was playing wing back and they got a rapid left wing and a rapid left back. So they kept doubling up on me. To be fair, I was getting a bit of a chasing like, so I weren't the quickest. And I come in after, and I'm just going to shower. I've got my towel around me, I'm walking past, and Machin stopped me. He says, oh, you know, when uh, when they went past you and uh, you got the crossing? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, do you know why that was? I said, well, I got a bit squared on, and I've, I said, they doubled up on me, and I, you know, I said, I'm struggling. But he went, no, 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 son. He went, it's because of this. And he grabbed my tit. <laughs> and I, I, I flinched a bit, and he went, and because of this, and he's grabbed my belly. And he kept grabbing me, and I'm going like, ah, fucking... <laughs> lads are like pissing themselves in the shower like they're going fuck it he's going Dixie get that fat little fucker on a diet get him on the scales tomorrow he's a fucking disgrace so I always had a little bit of puppy fat I call it like <laughs> carried it through my career like you know um, and you know she used to dig me out all the time so I was delighted when he got sacked was uh, it that he liked you do you think though or and he believed in you he just no can you kick up the arse no because we were, were at free transfer, that were it, you're going. I told me, like, he got me in office uh, just after Christmas, said, look, you're going to get a free unless you book your ideas up. Then he got me back in probably a couple of months later. He says, oh, you've done really well. Been really pleased with you. You know, you've kicked on. So I'm like, oh, sound like. He says, but I'm still going to give you a free. 
<laughs> I went, oh, right, right, cheers, like. Uh, so I just carried on playing. You know, you're still playing reserves and that, and you were trying to get line-up clubs, I think I'd got. Like Wigan and Scunhill were like uh, old fourth division back then. Uh, but say, got the sack. Cause, um, we played Brentford away with two games to go. Um, and I went on bench because some of the first team lads had chucked injuries in. Uh, come on at half-time, did well. He got the sack on Tuesday. Um, then I think it were Eric Winstanley, really. He got pushed up from the youth team. So he said to chairman, look, just give him another year. So that sort of saved me a little bit. And then on Saturday, I made my home debut against Swindon. Um, they'd already gone up it was side that Glen Odd lad. And I got a job of trying to man mark him in midfield, like, you know. So I got <laughs> What'd you do? Were you puppy fat? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to fucking belly flop him. But, um, I got cry for that many times. He was like, <laughs> you know, to see a player like that up close, I was like, because he was one of my favourite players growing up, him and Brian Robson, because I'd start as a midfielder. And see him up close, I was like, fucking hell, how good is he? Left foot, right foot, you know, touch. You know, he's trying to get tight to him. You couldn't, he couldn't really run, but he just, unbelievable player, like. Um, so then, yeah, I got another year's pro. Um, and then Viv and Danny come in. Everyone speaks well about Win Stanley, don't they? Yeah. Was he legend? Yeah, I mean, because when Machin come in, I think he wanted to get rid of Eric, I think, anyway. Uh, but chairman said he got to keep him, so he moved out to the youth team. Is the chairman John Dennis? John Dennis, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in, in my first year um, at the youth team, we were like near the bottom of the league. Eric took over. Uh, we won it two years running, Northern, old Northern Intermediate League against like, like Newcastle, Sunderland, Leeds, Chef Wednesday, were all like top flight clubs back then. Um, so Eric brought me through and he brought, we had a good crop that came through at the same time. So there were a lot of us got pro pro deals. Uh, then when Viv and Danny took over, they moved Eric back up to the first team. So I sort of, that's when I moved up with Eric. You were quite harsh though, weren't you, Eric? Oh, if, like sometimes I just think you were evil. But, <laughs> evil. No, but like you'd, um, well, I did anyway. I always thought I, I know he's making me better because the amount of running you used to do, you know, but, you know, people going about like modern coaches, patterns of play and all that. We were doing that at the old team and we were like pissing on teams. You know, we, we played Halifax on Old Queen's ground. It was like February, ankle deep in mud. We seven notes up at half time. We popped them like, you know, played really good football. So he comes in at half time and we're like, oh, fucking hell. All like, yeah, fucking well done, lads. Like, Eric's fucking slammed door, fucking booted bin, started nailing everybody. You think you're fucking players? If you wouldn't go out and double that score in second half, you're fucking running. So we're like, fucking hell, like, you know. <laughs> Went out, we come in, beat them 12 1. Again, battered them like. So we're thinking, got away with that, like, it might be all right, Eric. Come in, get your fucking flats on. Centre's down, running right late. You know, 12 minutes. Mm. So we're running right late, like straight after the game. We, we get back up. All Halifax lads are coming out, all showered with toilet bags <laughs> and that. Like. They've been done 12 on, we're having to do a run like. But, 12 on? What, I mean, what, what, what have you got to do for it not run? Must have had to get 14 at least. But cause, <laughs> and because we've not kept a clean sheet and all, like, we had to run. But we had it, I think, because I knew we were making me better. And I was learning so much off him. You just did as you were told back then, like yeah. Because you know. I'm saying you could say Machen was trying to make you better. Test. But do you think there's a fine line between? Yeah, because he it? got he got sort of really personal, and he'd you know he'd, I'd take a bollocking, no problem, because we had enough of Eric, like you know. But Machen just seemed to be like really personal with you, and he'd fucking 
he humiliated in front of um, rest of the lads. And even some of the lads going, what, have you shagged his daughter or something? I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I wish I fucking had that, like, you know. So, you know, I might, might to give him a reason to. But, you know, it, it, would, it would a bit different that, because, like I say, you'd take a bollocking all day long, you know, you get your head down and fucking... Yeah. That, that's how it was back then. You got a bollocking probably before the game, bollocking at half-time, and you might get away with not getting a bollocking at full-time if you if you played well. So it, it was part and parcel of it, but now matching was a bit different, like, um, you know, as I say... It, just seeing personal because he didn't really do it to anybody else. Yeah, because if he came and he didn't give you a free, he said, right, I'm going to give you a year, then you kind of think, he's doing that for my benefit. Yeah. But if he's just fucked you off anyway. Yeah, he's yeah. got on your case and fucked yeah. you yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i dead laid back, so I just thought, right, I'll fucking get on with it. I'll go to Wigan, go to Scunny, try and get a deal there. Like, But so luckily for me, probably that moment probably defined my career, if you like. Was it tough under Viv? I was great under Viv. <laughs> um, I loved him because, like, he took all the pressure off young lads. We we got thrown thrown in after about might have been about ten games at season gone. You've been squad, um, and we were struggling. We're down here at bottom, but Viv like it, it were five sides every day, you know. So he weren't really a manager. He was still playing, you know, and he'd, he'd join him five sides, and it weren't a fuck about because they were good good standard. Um, but I don't know if he knew how to get a grip at. Um, at dressing room, um, so I remember one of senior pros nailed me uh, after a game because I'd made a mistake. Like and fucking Viv and Danny just rounded on him, said fucking leave him alone, said sort your fucking self out. And I thought, oh, fucking hell, I'll do out for you. I'll run. I'll just do whatever you fucking tell me. Like it's good that, isn't it? Yeah. When did you start going at <clears throat> what age? Thirteen. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> That's old for Barnsley. <laughs> <laughs> it was late starter. Uh, you used to have to pick your pubs, like, you know, what you get served in. Um, I don't know if I should tell you this. I got fucking... My mate took me out. He was 17, I was 15. I got a game for school in the morning. We got, <laughs> so I was like, well, just go out, just have a couple. So anyway, that age, you're pissed in no time, like. So I'm walking up arcade and I'm like, oh, busting for a piss. So I had to have a pissing shop doorway. What gets to the top of arcade gets the old fucking... Coppers, dumb me like fucking, but they're like, what's your name? Blurted everything out like. You know, so I had to go to cop shop with my mum. Chills this hog, I clip off my mum like you know. <laughs> they just give me a caution. Well, did not a caution, just warm me like so. And that's how about you in fifteen? Normal in bars. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> when you got it first team, was the. Especially with some of them players in, in squad, Jerry Taggart, Chez, pull of the town. Well, Tags, um, they were drinking squad. It were Tags, Lee Butler and Brendan O'Connell. And I sort of got, you know, I'm easy led at times. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So they said, take it at Tuesday Club. We're going out. It's like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. So I went up to up Penniston, up at Legion, because uh, Arthur Wilson had it and he used to look after him and that. And they said, well, go out, we'll have a few, dead steady. Go home, get showered, straight into town. Fucking never met town. Oh, that wanker didn't. Um, <laughs> Penniston Legion, not Guinness, how are that? That does some bars, it, doesn't it? Penniston Legion. <laughs> <laughs> they put me in a cab, sent me home. <laughs> then I woke up next morning. <laughs> so uh, that was my first introduction to... So, uh, see, what a drinking culture back then, you know, at, at most clubs. Um, and how old were you have been then? On first first trip? About 20. Because oh, I said... 
I'm close to breaking into the first team at 18. You've been drinking hard since 15, so well, <laughs> you've been time. I know, but they were different level. That were like, I'd say they were Premier League with drinking, like, you know, <laughs> like, unbelievable. What were you like when he came over, Tags? Well, he, he went, well, when he, he signed from Man City, yeah, didn't he? But I mean, when, he, when I say came over, I mean, came over to Barnsley. He, he, he seemed to love it, you know, slotted straight in. I mean, I was a young, uh, young pro at the time. Um, I mean, he'll not be that much older than me, Tags, I don't think, but he was a bloke, you know, at mm. 19, he was a proper man. Um, but he was great, Tags. I mean, he used to organise uh, end-of-season trips. So we'd like come and give him a five a week. So we went to Magaluf two years running <laughs> and, like, some of that stuff, like, when I said Premier League drinking, fucking hell, he'd just, like, seven, it was a week back then. Oof. Cause like it, it was more expensive to go for four days, so like well, we might as well go for a week. <laughs> Fucking that was like an endurance test, you know. Cause uh, like example, me, me and one of the young lads, we've got there, bags in, shorts on, straight down. We're all on it. Obviously, gets fucking sunburnt shins and four down like from sun. <laughs> Goes out, gets in a bowls in about six o'clock. Gets up about twelve. I'm hanging like me and this other young lad. Like, oh, I'm, I'm struggling here, like you know. Get a couple of cokes. So we sat there at bar, like, Phew. one of the other goalkeepers, Phil White, had come up and says, what you two got? I thought, oh, coke, I'm gasping, Phil, like, he just got them, just poured them over his heads. <laughs> he went, two pints for these pussies. <laughs> and I'm going, I can't drink it, Phil, I can't. He's going, get it fucking down, you. So we're like, Ugh. went down like a lead balloon, like, but then you air it dog, innit? So that were like, straight back on it, seven days, because they threatened to kick us out at a hotel after the first afternoon. Because I don't know why Tags did it, but he booked in like a nice family hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so there's kids in, we're, we're getting steaming over in the corner and that. So managers come over, any more of that, you're out. You know, reps come over, come on, lads, he's going to kick you out. Anything else goes off. We're like, right, right, we're calm down. He's going, I'm warning you, next thing you hear like these flip flops. You know, um, thing they use, pole, big pole to fish people out at pool with. Books has come running through with that pole vaulted straight into the pool in the middle of these kids. We're like, the best guy. Flags like, Books are still going now, you know, every year. Magaluf. Jeez. Um, Took the uh, Donny Kitman the year that I met him over there <laughs> and he was that pissed. He put him in a wheelie bin and had to wheel him back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Butchers, you know, you talk about Premier League, Premier League drinking. Yeah. How old is he now? Probably 50, early 50s. Well, books. I'm books must be 50, mid 50s, I, I would reckon, because I'm 50 now, like so. Um, yeah, books, tags, Brendan. Uh, lad, another lad, Phil Whitehead, he used to go on like fucking three day benders, you know, turning for training, pissed up, go back on it. You're like, fucking hell, is this what it's, is this what it's like being a pro? <laughs> <laughs> a week, this what it's, a week's this what it's all about. Yeah. A week's a long stint. Yeah. Oh. I'd rather go to prison for a week than Magalove for a week. Yeah. I really would. <laughs> you come back stronger for it, though, John. <laughs> you know, once you've come round. Character building. <laughs> what was the crack with Andy Impey? We had a couple of people. This could be bollocks as well, but somebody said, was it when Sinclair scored that? Over a kick. I don't know if it was in I don't know if it was in that game. It was that season. So we, we got him in FA Cup, like, so we, and we played them really close together. And I think in the first game, Steve Davis got his leg broke, uh, John Spencer come and straight legged him. So they're always like a bit niggly them games. Yeah, Impey were playing on, on left wing in front of dugout in the first half and they were having one. I, and to be fair, I was getting dead tight with him. We weren't booting him or out like, but their bench were giving him some stick. And I think I might have dropped a comment in like, we're fucking having one, you pal. 
<laughs> so he must have got <laughs> a bollocking. I might have dropped yeah. a comment. <laughs> so yeah. You were shit. Whether they got a bollocking at half time. So we've come out second half and somebody's laid one across to me. You know what, like front men and wingers are doing. You're going to clear, they'll come and try and top you like, or, you know, six studs on you. So I've seen him coming, booted ball, sort of got my foot out of the way so he didn't catch me. And as he's come through, I've like either dropped my knee or something into him, like, gone that, ref blown up for a foul on me. Just sort of stood up and he's coming bowling over to me. I'm thinking, oh, fucking hell. I haven't done out like he's, <laughs> trying, he's just trying to top me. And uh, I'm thinking, uh, you're getting ready for shoving and all that, and other players are running around. He's just gone, poof. <laughs> Smart, I've gone, poof. <laughs> I'm down, man. I'm not putting fuck it. Has he just hit me? <laughs> so he's got straight red. I think he got something like a four or five game ban for it. And I'm like, fucking bit of it fucking top. <laughs> <laughs> You think it might have cost a comment? I don't know whether it wound him up, like, you know, but I'm thinking I ain't done that much, like, fucking hell. <laughs> well, we got it, got it after, and Danny went, what the fuck were all that about? I, went, I don't know, like. He says, weird, smack from fucking from dugout on far side. I says, I caught me, like, you know. Fucking went down like a sack of shit. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever take up boxing, like. <laughs> you and Danny Wilson took over, you know, with the... the the drinking schools and going out, he must have been aware of, aware of all that with him being a player. Were it, were it something he tried changing or did no, he just not really. I mean, it? You know, I think Danny liked to tot at the right time. Like, and it, it weren't, mm. you know, I've, I've been to other clubs since and, you, you know, you hear about other drinking squads. It weren't that bad, you know, you sort of did it at the right time, like after the game. I mean, you hear about lads at other clubs going on, like disappearing on three and four day benders, you know, there were none of that really. Um, because we asked him about it, didn't we? And he was yeah. like, as long as they did it on a Saturday, yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, he pulled me in once because we were getting like, uh, I think he had a couple of letters to the club, a couple of phone calls because I'd been out on a Saturday. And he, he was just like, just watch what you're doing. You know, I'm like, oh, that sounds like, you yeah. know. I think imagine what it'd be like now with social media. I Because like, obviously Barnes is very intense in it. Everybody knows everybody, yeah. really. Just takes one tweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, Tweeting's easy enough, innit? But to sit down and write a letter. You're going to be a right busy bastard, aren't you? Yeah. Get me pad out. I'm going to be too much. At least it'll put a lot of thought into it, you know. Yeah. Right, you know. The thing is, yeah. though, you were flying, weren't you? Yeah, well, Danny was like, as long as you keep playing well on a Saturday. So I used to kind of use it. I think, right, I've been out at weekend. Ooh, I best train well this week. So that's my excuse anyway for going out. Is <laughs> <laughs> that your best season of your career? The promotion year? Yeah, yeah. I think I played every game, got into the PFA team at year. That's the only time I managed to do that. Um, just in a good team and, you know, I was, I was pretty consistent as well that season. When did you think, you know, like obviously after uh, when, when Danny got the job, when did you think, I tell you what, we're fucking, we're not bad us. Um, we've, we've got half a chance. First season we are all right and I, I can't remember when we switched to playing like three centre-halves and wing-backs. Um, but it took us about another... I'd say another 12 months to start playing it really well um, and teams couldn't cope with it. Um, I mean, I never thought, like, oh, we can get up because you're up against big clubs, you know, like Bolton and Wolves, Sheffield United, you know, they were all spending big money on players and paying big wages for for that time. There weren't really a point uh, when I thought we are going to do it till fucking Clint scored second one against Bradford. And mm. I thought, oh, and that was second to last game. You know, he always thought, like, I'm a bit like pessimistic. You always thought something's going to fuck up here, yeah. you know, but it, it never did and it just kept going. 
Um, I remember Andy Lidl saying we beat West Brom away on first game of season. And on bus, he, he went, we're going to fucking go up this season. I'm like, shut up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> was that unlikely? Yeah, we, we'd got tipped for relegation or to be in like bottom bottom four uh, on odds by bookies at start of season. Um, but just a real good blend in that team. You know, I bought Paul Wilkinson, experienced, and when Wilco come in, he weren't the best trainer, you know, running in pre-season, you know, he'd just, he'd just get through it. And um, I remember that West Brom game, we going out to warm up and back in the day, you had to warm yourself up. So lads just go out at different times and Wilco's having a bath reading paper. And I've gone, when you're warming up, Wilco? He says, fucking am. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yeah. Has he just come to like what see... What yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think has he just come to see out his career like or whatever. And straight from kickoff, he got laid back to me and, you know, kickoff routine, comes back to me, I smash a big dive, put plenty of put snow on it for Wilco to flick on. So their centre half come across ready for it, gets back to me, I've fucking hung it up, Wilco's set off, their centre half come in steaming and Wilco's just jumped, buff, splattered his nose. And I thought, yeah, I think we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> and he just used to fucking put his body on line, you know, so it was lads like him, you know, we've just got a great good blend, you know, experienced lads and, and young lads, you know, and especially lads that had come through ranks. Did you enjoy the Premier League, yeah? Not as much as... The promotion year, because it was fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> Every week you're looking at team sheet, and I'm like, even in, uh, we used to get like, there weren't much like scout, well, there were scout, but you get a match report before a game, and it just chucked on physio bed. So I'd always go, right, who's left wing? Oh, fuck, he's fast, bollocks. <laughs> Come get in Premier League, and you've still got your little three round report, but you knew who you're up against, and you're like, well, how the fuck am I going to stop him? You know, and it was like, Fucking Mark Overmars, quickest thing I've ever seen on two legs. You know what I mean? Was he the toughest? Um, I, I just couldn't cope with him. He was so quick, you know, off Mark, of, of a distance. And I'm like, by the time I'd turned, he's 20 yard past me. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, like. But that season, I think it was probably Ginella because we got him in cup. The batter is three out at White Hart Lane. And I'm trying to mark him. He's like, must be 6 2, shoulders like that. The pinging goal kicks to him, he's just going like that in my face. <laughs> Left foot, right foot, go either way, he's quick, got great sort of balance. Um, I mean, he's, you know, he's rinsed better fullbacks than me, like. Uh, so the batter is three now. Then we got him in FA Cup pretty soon after that. Drilled at White Hart Lane, got him back to Orwell. So you come up against him like four times that year. And Did he, is that the game he scored that goal? It still gets no, shown now. That was season after. Don't remind me. Not <laughs> 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 that goal because we we'd said like uh, me and Eddie Moses, Gaffer said to us, "You're gonna have to double up on Ginella, so I could get tight as I liked if he out him behind Eddie would mop up. So we coped to him. Then Eddie goes and gets himself sent off. So I've, we've gone to a back four, so I can't get as tight with him. So. And he's out on wing, and I'm like, gets put out to him. I get out there, fucking slips a little bit, and then that, but he were off, just jinking through, and there were bodies flying in everywhere, and he just strolled through and slotted it like. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. It's still get. I don't know if it's like at the start of a TV show or something, but I just I can just see him picking the ball up and. Yeah. Slime. I mean, you yeah, question think, the sport or something. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you tried to catch him. Well, I think, <laughs> you'll just say number two trying to get back. That would have been a theme in Prem, that. He'd just be tipped back and neck and I'm going, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, whereabouts, so I, sorry, sorry, Chris, whereabouts are you here contract wise? 
Um, so like, obviously you got in the first team. Did you get a new deal or? I had to, um, as I say, you about like 150 quid a week playing it first team. And then when I, I think, when I'd played about 20 or 30 games, I got a new deal. And then I think I ended up signing another one to get you sort of, not on as much as experienced lads, but uh, get you up around them. Because um, that's the thing, isn't it? When you come through the ranks, you, oh, you're, like, always, you, you know, you're always miles off it. Really, yeah. Because right? yeah. yeah. you, you can go in and say, well, I'm, I'm doing the same job as him. I'm like, well, I know, but he's experienced. You know, you've, you've come through ranks, so you can have this much. And I'm never used to, never motivated by money. Um, you know, I can remember Danny saying to me, oh, you know, all you got to do is keep playing. M money will come, you know. But it, I always thought, if you ain't playing well, you ain't going to get a new deal. So you just think, just got to keep playing well. Mm. Do you know, halfway through that Premier League season, you know, you were saying then about looking at who we're playing this week, who we're playing that way. Where's your, like, what, what's your mindset, what's your mentality then? Are you thinking, might be a step too far for me this? Or are you... I just knew I had to be at my absolute max to survive, like, and, you know, you weren't, like, dog shit, but you're thinking, if I'm off it today, I could get right chasing, yeah. you know. So you just had to try and get your sent, well, you'd get your sent up for a game anyway, but you'd just be like, fuck it, I've got to deal with him. Did you ever have an ambition to, I'm going to go on higher, or were it just, we take it week by week? Yeah, game by game back then, and you were sort of thinking, if we can just stay in, if we can hang, somehow hang on in there in Prem, you know, but ultimately we weren't we weren't quite good enough as a squad because as soon as we started losing players, like you know, we we'd not got enough strength in depth. Uh, Back of the Bill game, yeah. Because after the suspensions that, suspensions and yeah, I think we won. We might have won like one or two games after that because you got lads with three game suspensions. You're bringing some other lads in, some at foreigners who weren't up to it, and that's what killed us in, in, in strength in depth that we didn't have. Who was it that did that article? His stuff was it? Yeah, George Estroff. What was something about the women? Oh, women of Barnsley? Yeah, all, all drinking pints and. Look like all, fellas. Yeah, they're all ugly. To be fair, 90%. Yeah. <laughs> 90% accurate. <laughs> right. it, was, it was just a 10% of his broken English that, were, that weren't right. <laughs> Did he get some sticky dressing room for it? Oh, to be fair, I fixed Barnsley Chronicle and I'm going, fuck's that? And he's like, hmm, hmm. Right. <laughs> so I, just, I thought, fuck you, like, so I just went. Went straight through back at him in training. <laughs> <laughs> what, were you, what were you thinking? You know, like the, the season, because we obviously signed Eric Tinkler, Georgie Ristoff, Bo, what the midfielder called? I would sign Jovo before that. Jovo. He came in, uh, but there were like Alice Crisan, centre yeah. half. And I think, not a mistake, but they got put in team early on because they'd been signings. Mm. And it weren't until we sort of took. Best signings were Daz Barnard, he replaced Neil Thompson at left wing back. And then when we signed Ashley Ward, he sort of replaced Wilco. And we kind of went back to the team that got us up and we started competing a bit more then. Because, I mean, um, you know, there were some games you're looking at, at foreign lads and I don't, you know, it's not cost of foreign, but they, they came over and I'm thinking, you fucking know better than what we've got. Mm. I mean, it's not nobody's fault, like, you know, you were. <laughs> I think it, there weren't much money to spend, so you had to take a punt. You couldn't really go out and sign an established Premier League player because they'd, they'd blow our wage structure out at water. You know, you couldn't go and pay a big transfer fee, so I think that'd take a bit of a gamble on foreign lads. But, like, you know, you mentioned Georgie Ristoff, and he'd come over, and we're in about a month, I'm thinking, fucking Lids is better than him. You know, he works his bollocks off at the team. Mm. Technically, 
this stuff's no better than Lids because Lids could fucking finish, mm. you know. Um, In terms of calibre of wingmen, I'm guessing Ashley Ward is right up there on a night out. What do you mean for knockdowns? Yeah, flick-ons and... But Christmas do again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I became social captain. <laughs> um, so Wardy's come, what are we doing for Christmas do? I'm like, usual, Wardy. You know, back room of a pub. You know, get a couple of strippers on. Um, fancy dress. Nah, we want to go to London or let's go to Dublin. I'm like, nah, nah, fuck that. We'll enjoy it, you'll enjoy it, Wardy. <laughs> I think he come dressed as Pink Panther. And I just remember we're in nightclub towards the end at night and he come up and he went, one of the best days out I've ever fucking had. So I fucking told you what I'm like. <laughs> Fuck London. Fucking <laughs> London. <laughs> Quick break. Once again, gentlemen, for our sponsor for this episode and the series, Betmates. I'm having a bit of a shit to eat, me. <laughs> How on earth can Chris not have a, sing- a goalkeeper in his squad and still finish above you? Why would you put Tommy Eaton as your subkeeper when you can have De Gea? I don't, well, I'll be honest with you, I messed up. I'll be like, I picked my team, and then an hour before kickoff, I was, right, I'll, I'll play with it now. I'll put my suit on and get, get your game heads on, on the game. And then I must have got distracted. And I, what I, can What is it more important than picking your betmate team? I know, I know. I'm, so I'm ashamed, nothing. ashamed of myself. So, yeah, food. Sunday dinner is, like I think, down. sex. Mm-hmm. But we're going in with a new game this week. Not it's messing you all about. over. They've got a new game on the betmate app. Go on. Predictor League. <clears throat> We're still doing the fantasy. I'm yeah. still doing the fantasy. Yeah, I'm well into it now, but they've got the new predictor game. Nah, I'm not one for blowing me on trumpet, but this is what I do coming to me own. Would you say it's your bread and butter? Yeah. 12 games. Pick the results. Win. Can't say fairer than that, Chris. £500 in the pot. Best predictors. Take it away. I fill your pockets. I might, I, might, I might even get myself a steak on Friday for Saturday night, knowing... Full well you've won that, it. that I'm going to be in profit. So we're in the 3 pm kickoffs Saturday. It's a five pound £5 to enter. Winner takes it. But obviously, you've got to be over 18. Um, but that's the great thing with Betmate. It's responsible gambling. Two to five pound, you know, maximum bets. Got to be it's over 18. And please do gamble responsibly. That's it's the live updates. 88 minutes. You could be top of the top of the pile. Next minute, you get kicking the teeth. I think that's what happened with me. I think that's what I, as soon as that goal took, got took off Rashford, I think I went from third to. <clears throat> One seven five. <laughs> <laughs> so the links in the description, and if you put in that UTC five, you get a free fiver. So you can join the predictor league for nout. Absolutely nout. Good luck. So get yourself involved. I said before about um, John Henry when he took over. He, was he on a hide and nothing really? I know he said. I think when we had him on the live, he said he might have tried to change things too quickly and whatever, change too much. But following Danny Wilson, yeah, must have been hard. For I mean, going was- from. A- Player yeah, even more into so. The management well, well, he'd been like Endo, great in dressing room. You know, he was like dressing room joker, always at joking or taking piss or doing whatever. And in my opinion, he went too far all the way, so strict. And he seemed to, um, he did want to change. You know I mean, probably want to put his own stamp on the team, but he seemed to like. I know. Uh, I think they had a, an offer from me from I think Ipswich, and I think John wanted to accept it, but. I think Eric went to see chairman and said, well, what are you going to get to replace him? So I've not got long left on my deal, I think 18 months. So it weren't a big offer. He says, you're going to have to spend money to replace him. I think he, he wanted, he used to row with Chez. Uh I think he wanted rid of Leeds and uh, Aidy Moses. I think Dave Watson got injured. So that was like a big core of lads there that had, you basically run through, through a brick wall for the club, regardless of who manager were. Um, 
And from his point of view, you'd think he'd want to keep them you lads close because mm. that's what was that. that. Yeah, him and Shez were close tight as well. Yeah, before and as I ran about it earlier, like he dug me and Shez out before training, threatening to send us in, and we're like, "Fucking hell, where's that come from?" I think like, Darren sharing a cool wine, fucking anybody up. Oh ah, yeah, yeah, but you know what it's like, so yeah. you just laugh it off. But yeah, I mean, coming down, you like say he probably wasn't into nothing because coming down from Prem, then other clubs, we'd always been little old Barnsley. You know, so you were always underdogs, but once you come down from Prem, everybody wanted to beat you. So it were a bit people different raised mentality. The, yeah, people raised the game against you, and so the team were changing a little bit. So it, a bit of a transitional thing. So it would have been a tough job for anybody, I think. Mm. Did you never scrap with Clint or have a do with Clint Marcel? Aye, in training, because um, I think Clint on other team and somebody rolled it into Endo and Clint's gave him a shout to leave it. So he stepped over it and Clint's run off laughing with ball. So Wendell set off after him and we're all like, fucking hell, he's going, hey, you little fucking... Uh. And we're like, oh, fucking hell, like, you know, a bit... Because Clint used to wind him up. She used to call him John all the time. And he'd go, no, it's fucking gaffer. He'd go, okay, John. Go, and you could see John's fucking head going. And he'd go, yeah, that's fine, John. And he's fucking... And you're like, come on, rise above it, like, but he's, he's fucking head had gone. So that, that's, see, that's, yeah. He knows it's going to wind him up, doesn't he? Like, but that's like the re a respect level of being the laughing, laughing and joker in the squad and then going to manager from the player's perspective. He's still Johnny he? and he can have yeah. a bit of crap with him and he's trying his hardest to stamp his authority. I think one of the reasons Endo might have wanted rid of me and Lids were, went back to a pre-season trip. I think we were down at Exeter University and you're in all the residences like a prison cell. So, of course, you get bored on a night, so you get something like sneaking out for a beer and that. Um, and then room started getting trashed. You know, she come back, fucking mattresses everywhere, gears everywhere. She's like, fucking hell. I mean, and mine and lids had been done, so we thought it were endo. So we've gone into his, fucking done his, like, fuck it. Got shower gel, shampoo, <laughs> all of her. Got fire hose, fed that under and turned that fucker on. So <laughs> was he like, manager at this point? No, no, he, he was still playing at this point, but I think it stuck with him. <laughs> so he's come back, it was like a beef of home party in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Might have something to do with it. <laughs> How would you play if you were in that situation? Played and then went to be the manager. Would you want the lads that you knew or would you want get them out and just deal with new players? Get to know new players and what have you? I think I'd, I think I'd go the same way as Endo. Would you? Yeah, because I don't think, especially if I, I used to fuck about all the time. Yeah. I so, suppose if you... <clears throat> If you're trying, and you're trying with the lads that you know, but you're getting, okay, John, <laughs> you're thinking, he's got to go. But I've got to get rid of him so I can control yeah. the rest of these. But I think, I think the, the reason why it worked with Danny is Danny were a totally different character to John Hendry. Mm. Danny were older, well, similar sort of age, but yeah. everybody just got the respect for Danny as... Uh, you won't fuck, his, up, you won't fuck yeah. about with Danny, like. Yeah, but know. whereas Danny weren't in the dressing room fucking about no. taking the piss out of folk and, yeah. no, and all that because he would play a coach when he came in with him mm. so they were sort of separate because he's done the same process hasn't he Danny Wilson as John as John, as John but because of the different because characters of the character and the respect that, where one's one mm. a work and one won't yeah. but he went like Danny come from Wednesday so he's come from a different club so he didn't know any of us and no, we didn't know him mm. um, you just knew him as a player like so you got instant respect for him as a player and Hardy trained and just how he played as well. Because I've seen, like, playing alongside him, I've seen him get fucking smashed. And just get up and get on with it and go and give give it him back. Like, you know, he's a hard fucker, Danny. Mm. You know, he threatened to break Lidl's nose. 
one slide. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the lid could be feisty and the lid just went, yeah, you can tuck it like, you know, you say you won't fuck about with Danny. Is this why his manager, he said that? Or yeah, because lids had, he'd either dropped lids from previous game, lids come on and scored, ran up, ran past dugout, went like that. <laughs> <laughs> so at half time, if come in, Danny just went, you fucking do that again, so I'll break your fucking nose. And I was like, ooh, he fucking means it. <laughs> see, see if that if that's John Hendry, you're like, fuck off, John. Probably be a fucking brawl, like, you know. So to answer your question, because of our hour, I'd have to go mm. that way. But... I can see both, I think. I think the problem was changing too much, probably too quickly. Yeah. Because then the lads are like, that's not you. Yeah. It, it, Just say, down when, a bit. He understood yeah. he had to, like, distance himself and he couldn't be the laughing and the joker anymore. But I said, I think he went too far, and you were like trying to be ultra strict, and you know, he seemed to be not picking arguments with players. But there were times you're going, "Fucking hell, a bit of a top that, right?" You know. Um, See, the thing is, I know you did have a, you did get relegated, but yeah, you, you had it's like 38 points, didn't you? Yeah, because I think we um, we ended up with we had three games in a week. I can't remember the order of them. But we had two home games. I think it might have been QPR at home, beat them, went to Villa on a Tuesday night uh, and we'd had a good cup run and Danny said to us like Chairman's if you get a result at Villa Park um, Chairman's going to take you away for having a good cup run and we'll be going on Sunday after Southampton game anyway we nicked a 1-0 win at Villa Park we got battered but we nicked a goal and then beat Southampton I think it might have been 4-3 so we got nine points in a week went to Parma for a few days training yeah, warm weather training. Yeah. <laughs> I think we won one game out of ten after that. <laughs> but that would have to, you know, we had Liverpool one in that as well. Like when we, as I said, we lost three players for, you know, a few games and that sort of knocked stuff in out and killed us off a little bit. But we weren't far off. Once we got them nine points, you're thinking, fucking hell, we, we could be back in it. Yeah, we, you know, we've got a chance. But Is that Palmer that's a nine iron from Magaluf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a lovely, like, it's got a like, nice cathedral and that, you know, <laughs> and some museums. <laughs> so that Liverpool game, it was just fucking chaos, weren't it? Yeah. Were it you involved at all in... in... Not the sendings off, but, you know, we're playing. Um, obviously, Moore's got sent off first for elbowing Michael Owen, which, you know, weren't really, because he was that small, Morgs had just caught him, so he, he got sent off. Uh, then Daz Barnard clipped somebody's ankles and the rule had come in if you last man you got sent off. So we're down to nine men. We played, I think we're two apiece. Um, and I can't remember, when did Fan come on pitch? What um, what time was that? I, I can't remember what score was. Uh, but it were after either the second sending off or it were after when Chez got sent off. Um, Chez gets, did Chez do red nap or something? Yeah, he meant to do wins. Because <clears throat> um, they'd been at it all game, and uh, so when they've scored, made it three two, scored winner late on. Inches up at Shez like Redknapp's come across to split it up. Shez has swung for him, missed Ince and just both straight in Redknapp's chops. <laughs> so he got a red. I'm sure it's not James crack that is it? <laughs> no, oh no. <laughs> but I can remember there a fan come running on I can pitch, see the picture. and I'm like. I think I oh, was going over to have a go at linesman or something. And I see this bloke running on, I'm thinking, I fucking recognise him. <laughs> and I'm thinking, fucking hell, he's played in school team. <laughs> like, with me. A lad called Jad. Bad, Dave. A lad called Jad. <laughs> and I'm like, going across, I went, hey, help, Jad, what are you doing? 
And he's going, I'm going to fucking kill that. <laughs> and he's going to stay here past him. Jan Agafiotos rugby tackled him. <laughs> Did he want the ref? He was, he was trying to get the to ref. ref, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy Oh, yeah. <laughs> just think he fuck he used to playing goals for school I can remember I can see the picture yeah <laughs> yeah but that um, I think how it happened you know considering late equal uh, late winner to them because um, we'd competed I mean we ended up playing like you know you'd think if you're down to nine men you're going to be like four four at back and leave one up top we were three three two and like let them have it out wide and you know and we'll We'll just try and catch him on counter. We had a couple of chances, like, but I said, and they got that late winner, so that knocked stuff in out of you. Then, you know, fuss around it, three sendings off, and then obviously knock on effect to get in suspensions. And, uh, you know, so we didn't have enough strength in depth to, to compete. Like, I said, I think we won about one game out of 10 after that. When it came to leaving Barton, were it, <clears throat> we offered another contract? Yeah, but it was dependent on Dave Bassett were in charge. And Harry were brilliant with me. Um, so they're always dead up front. And I've come to enemy contract. And we're up and out playoffs. And money I were asking for, he says, our oh, chairman said he'll never pay you that while he's chairman. And I went, well, he's paying fucking plenty others. Bearing yeah. man out captain as well. And I was playing every week. What was the difference? Like, in terms of what you were asking for to uh, the top learner, roughly? I said, probably, I don't know, we in 10 or 15% at top earner. Like I say, what captain playing every week? Um, what you deserve in well, relation yeah, to everybody else? That's what and Harry's saying. I'm I'm battling for you. If he turned round, he said, "If we get promoted, you can have it." I went, "If we get fucking promoted, I want more than that." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he went, "Yeah, fair enough." <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, we didn't. Uh, we got beat by Ipswich in playoff final, and that was my last game for Barnsley. Uh, and I knew I, I said to Harry, "If if we don't get up." I'm leaving because you felt like, you know, again, you got treated like, um, not part of furniture, but as a local lad, I mean, you'll know, Johnny, it, it was weird at Barnsley because if you were a local lad, like uh, other clubs I've been to, if you're a local lad and come through ranks, you're like fucking up there, you know, you're like, fans love you. Fucking total opposite of Barnsley. Like, so... You get the most state. Yeah. Did you have any regret to leaving, you know, when you went to Birmingham? Was there any point where you thought, homesick or... No. Nothing like that? No. Um, I could see, because I'd spoke to Harry, and I think we knew Iggy were leaving. So I'm thinking, oh, fucking, there's 20 goals a season gone. Who are we going to replace Craig Higgins with? Uh, I think John Curtis were leaving, and I'd had a good partnership with Curtis, playing right back and our right midfield. And so I thought, well, who's going to replace him? And he came up with a couple of names, and I went, Harry, they're fucking bang average. He went, I know, but that's, that's all I'm going to... I said, we ain't going to be up there then, are we? He said, no, doubt it. I went, right, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm gone, like. Uh, got got three or four clubs after me, all champ clubs. Um, and obviously parachute money had run out from Prem, because it was like three years later. So you're thinking, well, they ain't going to fucking invest. There ain't going to be big signings coming in. And I wanted to get promoted again. And I thought, I'm not going to do it at Barnsley. So I'd, I'd got Birmingham, Bolton, Chef Wednesday and uh, Huddersfield. Would you come Wednesday? No. Wednesday. No. I didn't really want to play for a local club. I fancied just getting away and experiencing some, something different. I mean, if, if a London club had come in for me, I'd probably gone to London. You know, maybe maybe Charlton or somebody like that. But 
It never come about. That'd have not been your fucking cup of tea. Oh, be dropped in <laughs> with, them, Johnny. with them fucking prices. Down, down the smokes, and <laughs> The slide straight in. But um, I just ended up picking Birmingham. And I, I really enjoyed it at Birmingham. You know, it was, um, it's a big club. But it got, um, you know, it's obviously a big rivalry with Birmingham Villa and Villa think they're above Birmingham. So Birmingham fans have got like a similar attitude to Barsley fans. You know, if you work your, if you work your nuts off, they're having you. So I, I kind of, I was all right when I went there in first season. Signed the same day as Jeff? Yeah, me and Ars, me, Ars and uh, Danny, Danny Sonner, Mara Sonner, uh, us three. So we're all in a hotel together. <laughs> first month. <laughs> For a month? Yeah. How was the puppy fat? Uh, you know, struggle to get it down. <laughs> that's how I got my nickname um, down at Birmingham because uh, first day, you know, you're getting stripped for training and that. And I think it was Martin Granger. He went, fucking hell, somebody's had a good summer. And I've looked down thinking, I'm fucking pretty good shape here. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up, you know, nicknamed me Chunk off uh, Goonies. Because I've given it the old truffle shuffle. <laughs> fucking. Truffle shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> just at this, I think I'm stood on bench with just my just miss slip on going. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Trevor Francis walked out. <laughs> Breathe it in. Yeah. Pull the, pull the yeah. Fucking kidney warmers. So I seen that, another, was your nickname Boona? Have you ever had Boona? That was at Barnsley. Yeah, because most obviously you go out Saturday night. This is how I got that nickname. Go in nightclub, uh, Japanese whispers. Come out into a little curry shop. K2. K2 tucked away. <laughs> and I used to go in and have, I'd have chicken boner every Saturday. <laughs> be like, you'd be coppering up like, fucking, can I get a cab or a boner? Fuck it, I'll have a boner and work on. <laughs> and you'd come, you'd come in Monday morning, you'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I probably had a few on Sunday as well, like Sunday dinner, but like, lads would be going, fucking hell, what have you been in? I'm like, oh, chicken boner. <laughs> so that stuck, that stuck at Barsley for a bit. By the way, this K2 is the fucking most horrid shop, <laughs> horrid is kebab it? shop you've ever seen. Stand up oh, box and chip, please, can I pet, please? Yeah, chicken boner. It's a kebab house that do, the doubles up as an Indian as well. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. never the best, them, are they? Yeah. Still going. Health and safety, should it? I've seen, <laughs> I've seen people pissing in bin in corner. And the guy behind counter has not said a word. <laughs> Stand in the box and chips, please. Yeah. And he's just stood there like having a piss. <laughs> like regular. It will filth, on it? Yeah. What was Francis like? We've heard very mixed reports, haven't we? Um, Trevor signed me. Um, and I, I got on fine with him. He was just... Um, it could be a bit strange at times. Didn't like confrontation? No, no. He'd chop and change a lot. Um, you know, so if... And he, he, he'd just go out and accumulate players. So biggest difference for me going there was like the size of the squad. So you've got a lot of lads who have been signed for money, then he'd, he'd bin them off. So you've got like a little bit of a twisted squad, which you have at a lot of clubs like. But we were all right. So I think as players, you sort of, you manage them yourself because you'd be like, oh, fuck that, he ain't going to help me. You know, fuck him if he's not playing like, I ain't yeah. bothered about him. <laughs> but yeah, Trevor could be, um, could, could be a bit strange. I think a bit of loaf as well. But I always got on well with him and all I was concerned about, I think that first that first season I was there, I played like 58 games because we had a good cup running, uh, got to the League Cup final. Uh, so all I bothered about is fucking picking me every week. I've got no problem with him. Yeah. Like. Were he ch chopping and changing because he weren't confident in what he were doing? It was just one of them, you know, if, you, if somebody had a bad game or you got beat, he felt like he'd have to change stuff. 
I mean, like one quarter, this was before I got there because we played, I mean, playoff semis and went down to St Andrews and this one I'm still at Barnsley, they beat us 3-1 in league in about April and they, they bullied us. So we changed system, we went to a back three and we were used to that because a lot of us had played it. Uh, we were 1-0 up at half-time and they couldn't get ball off us. And I think when I moved to Birmingham, lads said at half-time he came in and he said, right, lads, I'm going to get you back in the game. We're going to match them up. We're going 3-5-2. They were all over the place second half and we've ended up winning 4-0. So that was it. That were them out. Like, we, we played second leg like and I think we got beat 2-1, but you're already through. And he was a bit, a bit like that because he'd been in Italy. I'd, I'd seen him make quotes like, it's like a game of chess. And I'm like, you know, not not away at fucking Grimsby. Tonight, it's not. <laughs> get wired in and fucking, you know. So I think he thought, again, level he'd played that. I mean, he used to tr join in training. It was fucking unbelievable. Cleanest strike of a ball I've ever seen, like, you know, and touch and everything. And I remember doing free kicks, practising. And I'm trying to get him up and down over the wall and, you know, he just going over and you're not far off, but you're not, you know, you couldn't get the dip on it. He went, what are you doing? And he just rolled the ball out of his feet. He just went, Phew, fucking fizzed it. Over at wall, top bin. He went, why don't you just do that? <laughs> and I went, if I could do that, Gaff, I don't be at fucking burning. <laughs> you know? and he, but he didn't see. He was thinking, well, just do that. And I'm like, you know, you sure. Um, so I think he, he obviously played at top international, played in Italy. And I think he, I say, we're a bit aloof. And obviously, what a better player than any of us were. I mean, I used to go to odd game when he was still playing at Sheffield Wednesday, when he was like 40, coming on a sub and get him out of assists and goals he got, like, it's just unbelievable player. Um, but he didn't really have that connection with lads. You know, he weren't, you couldn't have banter with him really, um, which I think a lot of lads sort of didn't like about him. So the dressing room a lot different to Barnsley, you know, that tight knit. Yeah, I think, um, you know, Barnsley, a lot of us have been together for a long time. Again, you went to Birmingham, they spent big money on a lot of them players there, and I say you got that bit of a twisted squad. So it weren't it weren't as together as the Barnsley squad. There weren't as much coaching went off. And when I went down, I'd been there about a month and I said, they've been at playoffs like some like four or five years running. And I said, fucking actually, why? You fucking never got promoted. And you should have which squad they had like. Mm. Uh, there weren't enough work went off on training ground for me compared to what I'd had at Barnsley. I think I was spoiled at Barnsley. And I thought Every club did that, you know, work that Eric did and Danny, but it, it weren't, it was sort of like pick a team, you're good players, go out and play. So when we were good, we were good, but when it were going tits up, you'd know what to fall back yeah. on, if you know what I mean. Your organisation and that weren't the same as at Barnes. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Did it change when Bruce came in? You know, he said about the coach and work on the training ground. Um, yeah, Mark, he brought Mark Bowen in who were good. I won't say there were loads more tactical stuff. Bruce was like a motivator and a man-manager, really. So he never took the coach in? Bruce didn't do much coaching there. No. Um, Did you like him? I thought I would have, because he tried to sign me 
when he went to Huddersfield. And I can remember Eric ringing me up. He says, oh, he'd be all right with Brucey. Because Brucey had rung Eric about me to get, you know, on my character when he wanted to take me to Huddersfield. He says, oh, he fucking loves you. Fucking hell. He come in, bombed me out after about two or three games. Right on my case in the first two or three games, I'm thinking, I'm fucking playing well here. You know, and just on my case. and it, it, So I used to row with Brucey quite a lot because I weren't playing. And I, I was never happy when I weren't playing, which I suppose everybody will say that, but, you know, there are some lads mm. who don't give a fuck whether they play or not. But I was filming, like, so I used to go in and see him, just to pick a row with him after a bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, I think one one week I must have gone, in, I went to see him on Monday. And I said, you know, why aren't I playing? You know, didn't play me Saturday, like, we were shit as well, like, you know, should up, I'm in fucking team. Nah, fucking, you don't do this. And I'm like, fuck off. So I have a row with him. So I went to not Tuesday. <laughs> I want to know why I weren't playing. I went, have I fucking told you that yesterday? I'm like, yeah, but a load of bollocks, weren't it? So I'm seeing if you've got hotels. You know? <laughs> yeah, shape on a Thursday, weren't in team. So I'm going on Thursday, I want to know why I'm not in team. Well, I fucking told you. I know, but it's a load of bollocks. <laughs> <don't you?" laughs> He's like, fuck off. <laughs> but it, it says, I'd always be on bench and if we were like, uh, if we were struggling or we were trying to hold on to a lead, he'd, he'd go, fucking come on, son, get yourself on. We've got nobody on there that can keep ball. Go and keep ball for us. I'm like, well, why'd you keep playing if they can't keep ball for you? <laughs> He's like, fuck off, just get on and fucking, you know. <laughs> Who was he playing? He brought Paul Devlin in and they'd been big drinking buddies when they were at Birmingham together, you know. And not, not against Dev, like, you know. I was, um, but I'm thinking, well, he's got my place, like, so I've got to fight my own corner. So I'd, be, I'd, I'd go in and I'd, I'd say to Bruce, and I'd go, well, I'll get more crosses in than Dev. No, you fucking won't. I'm going, well, I will. I'm going, and he's more of a wing, and I'd be better defensively. No, you fucking won't. I'm going, well, that's fucking bollocks. Like. <laughs> I said, no, not against Dev, like, you know, uh, we play charity games now, nah, you know, fucking great lad. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to be in the team, you know, and I weren't fucking stitching anybody. I weren't like slaughtering him or anything like that. He was just trying to fucking fight it on the yeah. corner. And he'd come back, and I'm, I said to him once, I said, do you know what, Gaffer? I said, it's because I didn't fucking sign for you at Huddersfield, innit? You got the hump. Nah, fuck off, fuck off, like that. So it come to end of the season and he dropped me for playoff final against uh, Norwich. So we've gone in, I, I took myself in into a uh, shower. Yeah, I'm reading the programme and he's, he's come in and he's gone like, hey, son, I just went, fuck off. You know, so I don't want to speak to you. Got promoted. I'd like the open top bus tour and uh, we had a do at St Andrews and... Uh, because on top bus to a duel later on, she had a few hours to kill. So I'm in Birmingham thinking, well, what, what are we going to do? So, Boner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, let's go to a bar or something. So we get to the club, we're fucking steaming, like, you know. And uh, I was at the bar with Tommy Mooney, and um, Bruce had come up, like, and I still got the fucking hump, like. And he, he said, it made some sort of, it wasn't a sarcastic comment, but it was something like, see, I fucking told you we'd do it, even without you. And I went, if you'd had me at team, you cunt, we'd have gone straight up and we'd <laughs> fucking playoffs. And I went, anyway, fuck off. And he's going, you fucking what? And I just went, I'll tell you what, I said, I've fucking had enough of you. I went outside. He went, you fucking what? I said, you heard me. And I just got fucking big Daz, Shez, his immortal words. Let's fucking sort it out on the cobbles. And I said, come on, in car park, me and you. He went... You're fucking joking, are you? Like, no, I'm fucking not. I said, fucking not. I said, come on, outside. And he went, Moons, Moons, sort your fucking mate out, will you? Fucking calm him down. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck off. We've had like a bit of a row on that. <laughs> this is a promotion deal. Yeah. <laughs> outside on <up> cobbles. <laughs> 
so <laughs> they said to us uh, day after on the um, whatever day it was, um, he was having like a private one at this nice country pub. Compulsive, but everybody's got to go. And I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to fucking go. I had a row with him, like, you know. Uh, it was for all wives and that. So I said to Mrs. Lass, we'll have to go, like, I'll sit in the corner, I'll keep out of his way. And we have no fucker turned up. So I've walked in, there's like Bruce and his missus, a couple of other couples, but hardly anybody turned up. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, gaffer, um, I'll apologise for last night. I shouldn't have fucking offered you out and that, like, you know. If <laughs> I don't worry about it, like, you know. But then later on, so we've had, had something to eat, and then I'm in there, I'm having a, gone it toss, I'm having a piss, and he come in. He starts having a piss, and uh, so oh, cheers for today, Gaffer, like, appreciate it, like, you know, taking us out and that. Ah, oh, don't worry. Then he went, You were right, though, son. I says, What about? He says, I did get the hump with you. Because she didn't sigh for me at Uddersfield. I went, you fucking wank. That's a fucking waste of fucking fun. How many months of my career? Fucking sat on fucking bench. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, So then obviously we'd gone up and I thought, well, I weren't playing for him in champ. I ain't definitely ain't going to play in Prem. So I, I said to him, I, I want to leave, like, you know, to, to play. Um, didn't want to leave the club. You know, I'd, we'd settled in area and that and uh, love love playing down there but I thought I can't sit on bench and Bruce was like nah stay stay love having you around training like you know you, you're good in training I'm like I don't get paid to train Gaff like I want to play so I think it was about September uh, Wigan coming for a month's loan and I just went yeah I'll just go just go and play um, what league were they in? they were league one at the time but they were going for it you know Dave Fly, Whelan, um, you know they had a good start as soon as I went there, played about four to five games, I'm like, fucking hell, like we, you know, Andy Little were there. I said, is this what level's like? He went, yeah, he says, we'll piss it. So I thought, right, fuck it, I'll get myself off. And I mean, um, ITV Digital had collapsed at that time, so I took a pay cut to go there. But I thought, fuck it, I want to play. Um, what age are you here? I was 30. So again, you're thinking, you know, not times against you, but you, as soon as you get to 30, you're like, fucking hell, how long have I got left? Ticking. So went there. Uh, first season, I think we, we pissed it, 100 points or something, and 100 goals. Um, and then you thought, we'll just see how we go in champ, you know, and then we kicked on again. I, I remember thinking they could go and go again. You know, when I, when you were in League One? Yeah. The squad but, was that good? Yeah. Well, we just, I think on last day of season, we drew with West Ham, I think, at at JJB and um, that dropped us out at playoff places um, but we, we were up there all season like and we were strong we were organised we were fit the thing is it's even more impressive with Jimmy in front of you because he wouldn't have been getting much promoted <laughs> number man. of times you wanted to fucking throttle him because you'd like whoever played midfield when like, at one point with Tony Dinning then they were like Jason Jarrett um, Cav the Cav, Cav, Cav were late on I don't think he saw the full uh, thing of Jimmy fucking doing what he wanted so like <laughs> we'd be yeah. We'd be defending, you know, fucking bodies on the line and that, like, you know, midfield runners coming through, like, fucking John Filer's catch it. He'd be throwing it out to Jimmy, who's having eight dugouts fucking on the break, you know, like, fucking, <laughs> your fucking man's in here. But it just, I mean, Jimmy, he was good, Jimmy, you know, so much fucking energy and that, like, but uh, like I said, we did have to be organised. We, we ain't playing in front of you. So, were you like a luxury player then, really? A little bit. 
but um, defensive on defensive side, yeah. But you know, I mean, it'd just be forever, just fucking high energy, just getting on the ball all the time. So when you're in possession, you were fucking great, like you know, and he'd get forward, make things happen, and that. Uh, I said, just a bundle of fucking energy. Just didn't put much energy into chasing back. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever get too much? I at times. Never in a malicious way. We were always fucking, we were good fun, Jimmy. I fucking had some good crack with him. Um, you must have a couple of stories on him. Well, I mean, well uh, again, at a time when uh, he got a bit too much on Christmas do, and I'm sure there's been another story on this, but this will that happened later in night. This was... Uh, when we're in pub, so I so said I got uh, I'd organised strippers from Barnsley, um, so they've come up to Wigan, and I must admit when they first walked in, they're not dolled up. Then the, let's put it, they're experienced they're strippers. <laughs> <laughs> it's right what George Ristos says. <laughs> so Jimmy's like, they're fucking minging, they're. Fucking <laughs> I'm like, look, fucking wait till then. So. Uh, <laughs> he were big mates with Mike Flynn, who was Walsall managing our Flynn. Him and Flynn were thick as thieves because they were one of the two that used to live in Wigan. Everybody else were outside. So them two's on my case, like, fucking minging them. I'm going, fuck off. Like, wait till you've seen them. Once they've done their act, they're like, they're fucking brilliant. You know? <laughs> I fucking told you. But it kept going on and on. And eventually I'm thinking, I've fucking had it. I'm going, Jimmy, just fuck off. I've had enough for you now. Like, he's going, ah, oh, shut up, you fat cunt. Like, fucking, uh. So I've ended up thinking, right. So I've gone, I forget, what well, he's dressed as a gimp or something, I would Elvis. <laughs> so I've gone up, I said, I weren't going to smack him at all, but I fucking picked him up. And he, he was a strong little fucker for many man ass skinny wear. So he's wriggling about and I've ended up fucking on the table, the glasses everywhere, fucking jumped back. Flynn has jumped on me back to get me off. He's Spider-Man. <laughs> So then Neil Roberts, I think, he was Batman, he's jumped on Spider-Man's back. <laughs> and then stood Steve McMillan, he's come up, he was a uh, gladiator. So you've got Elvis trying to strangle a gimp <laughs> with fucking Spider-Man trying to strangle, strangle Elvis. Elvis. With Batman smack, <laughs> smacking Spider-Man, with gladiator twatting fucking <laughs> something else over head. But that, you know. <laughs> you can just imagine the bar staff, can't you, like... What? what the fuck oh, is that? Oh, no, she put her head round. She must have like, seen this fucking pile of bodies with fancy dress costumes. Like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> I wonder if they're still working, the two chicken They could well be on veteran circuit line. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get them in here, Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Under the cost special. <laughs> So did you get the uh, entertainment officer badge at Wigan? Aye, only for Christmas though, because obviously lids, lids were still there. And again, lads were on about going to Dublin and all that, and we're, ah, fuck that, lids are going, still get them dippers? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'd met Birmingham, you know. <laughs> did you yeah. take the girls to Birmingham as well? I had to come down to Birmingham, yeah. Um, you got them a few long deals. Went to Wigan, yeah. In best case scenario, just fly them over to Dublin. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Got a boost over there. Not as far as never put a bid in for them. Like, <laughs> to be fair, though, I bet everybody who ever watched them have enjoyed the show. Oh, they, put, they, were, they were consummate professionals. <laughs> How good were he, Jewel? You know, for them, for them double promotions. Um, what were his secret with that squad? He just drove you on every day. Never, just on you, not in a bad way, because he was grump, grumpy fucker, like, you know, and he was aggressive. 
I had a couple of, not, not rows with him, but I can remember, um, you know, every, every now and again, he'd, he'd get, get in office for a chat. Uh, he'd do it with all lads. And um, he, were, he were chatting to me about something. And um, Nathan Ellington, he'd not scored for about six games on bounce. And uh, he was just talking about team and that. And I said, like, mentioned about Jill. I said, fuck it. Because he didn't give much out of possession. And if he didn't score, he weren't like, you know, the ball would just keep coming back at you. I'm like, fucking Jill's struggling, like, you know, you're not fancy fucking dropping him. He went, no, nah, no, nah, I've got to stick with him. And to be fair, he went on a run after that. But I kind of said to him, I said, well, fuck me, Gaffer. I says, nearly every half time you come for me. Like, and there'd be times I'd be like thinking, I'm fucking playing well here, like, you know, and he'd come for me. And like I said before, you'd take a bollocking. Um, I said, it's fucking most weeks, like. He said, well, yeah, he says, I come for you because I can. I'm like, what do you mean? He says, well, if I go for Duke, he says, he'll fucking go under. He <laughs> says, if I go for him, he'll go under. He says, so I'll just give it you. He says, because I know you'll just take it and get on with it, and, but it shows other lads that I'm not fucking happy. I'm like, ah, oh, fucking shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> just letting me know that this is going on for what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going home fucking depressed on a Saturday night. I've been shit. <laughs> well, um, overall, I got on, got on great with him. And that, that me overriding thought of him that, like, Fucking, he's just fucking on you. Never gives you a minute, like in training um, and in games. Just on you, just drove you on. Um, Do you think, like, <clears throat> him being old school and that, that's why he will never get a job again? I think that... Nan. I bumped into him, I've spoke to him since you know, he went to Derby. And obviously a lot, lot of big hitters on big money there, like, you know, likes of Sav and that. You know, we, we got paid all right money, like good money at Wigan for the level and that, but it weren't the Prem level. But I think how he was, if you got some lad who had got enough dough not to give a fuck, I think he'd rub him up the wrong way and he, he could probably, not saying he couldn't handle him, but if they decided, bollocks to you, like, I think he might struggle with that. And I think mm. that's maybe what he'd come, come up against at Derby. So take it on chin once once he told you why he's bollocking you every week. Well, he you used know, to take it on chin it. anyway, but, you know, um, after I thought, all oh, right, fair enough. You know, there were about two or three of us that, he says, I know, I, like Jacko as well, he says, I know I can come for you, you two, like, you know, a lot take of others. Take it like a man. Well, he's just fucking... See, I, think yeah. I think I'd have used that to be my advantage, I'd have popped back. And then if he says <laughs> to me, I'm only doing it just for the lads here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just so the lads know that they can have a go at you. And, <laughs> and air, the, air the feelings. Yeah. So were you 33 when you went to Forest? Yeah, again, uh, Jagger looked after me, really, because I was coming up out of contract at Wigan, and we were up there, you know, top two or three, and I thought, yeah, we, we're going to fucking get up here, like, because <clears throat> he'd signed Jace Roberts, um, and he, he was a massive signing for us. And he got me in in about February, and he said, I'm, I'm going to stick another year on your deal. And he didn't, didn't have to, you know, he says, but so I'm just telling you, if we don't get up... We'll just carry on, you'll still play. Um, if we get up, um, I'll be going out signing players, uh, but I want to look after you've done well for me. I'm like, yeah, fair enough. And then in summer we'd gone up and he, he rung me. Um, I think they signed, I think it was uh, Ryan Taylor from Tranmere. We eventually went on to Newcastle. And uh, Jim Bonder, he signed them too. He says, and he rung me, he says, you're not going to play. I said, well, I know that like now. I got no problem with it because I kind of, I thought at 33. That's a different, a totally different mindset then, isn't it? If yeah. that happens at 26, you're like fucking half raging. Yeah. 
But you still look after you though. I think that's what he's done is good. You know, yeah. giving you the year and he didn't have to do that. Well, he did didn't he? have to. He could no. have just let me see my contract out and bin me off like. But yeah, um, I was like stuck with me that like. I thought, you know, he's looked after me there. Um, and then he rang me at someone and said, Forrest have come in for Brex. They're going to pay money for Ian Brecking. Um, he said, do you fancy it? He said, I'll chuck your name into my goal. And I, I said, I thought, well, they'd just got relegated from Champ. So I thought, I looked at it a bit like going to Wigan. I thought, well, they'll still have money. They'll have a good squad there. So I thought, we fact, good, good. He says, you'll probably get a couple of years deal. So I thought, well, you, know, you could go there, get another promotion from League One, and then just see where you go. So he chucked my name into Mego and then rang me back. He says, yeah, he wants you. Um, and he says, what I don't want is to be, because I was still living in Birmingham at the time. He said, I don't want you all driving up M6. He said, I know what you like. You'll be fucking raging if you're not playing. He says, so I think it's probably best all around. So I went, yeah, sound. Uh, went and signed for Forest. I liked you, well. That's yeah. the best bit of stuff I've heard on him, doing stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he, I could, I could understand if you, uh, if you got a player on here and they slaughtered him, because if when I went into Wigan, there were two or three lads he wanted out, uh, lads who'd been signed previous, and they were there for the money. They were disruptive. They were poison, and I could see you know he fucking row with them and he he got them out pretty quick. So I, if you're one of them players, yeah. you probably won't be very complimentary yeah. about him. But uh, <laughs> tough, yeah, yeah, and so you just sort of. So all you're bothered about, we're doing your job. And I thought, well, he's getting us organised. We're winning games. So I'm, and I'm playing, so I'm happy. Talking to mixed said. reviews, Gary Megson mm. has divided opinion, hasn't he? I was, gonna, I was just going to say, with what you've said with Steve Bruce and Jewel, that you've no apprehension about biting back. I can't imagine it with the best fit. Jagger spoke really highly of my goal. And I'd, you know, played against his West Brom teams when we were at Birmingham, when he'd got likes of Darren Moore and... Um, Andy Johnson playing, they, they were, when they got promoted, they were a big, strong outfit, like. And Jagger were like, he's a really good coach. So I thought, and you kind of knew we were going to go into Forest and try and sort it out. Um, but again, you went into Forest, uh, again, massive squad, because they'd signed loads of players. So massive poison element to it. Um, I think he signed about 12 players in that summer. We went away on pre-season. So he, it fall out with players for fun. And I say he signed 12 of us in pre-season. I think he'd fell out with about nine of them by the end of pre-season. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking hell. Over is that what? it then? Are you, are you fucked off as well? Oh, if, you if, you've if you've fallen out with him, is the... I hadn't fallen out. No, but if you do, oh, is like... it hard to get back? Yeah, because one of the things that stuck with me, before the first game, we, we trained on Friday. We've done, done a bit of shape, set plays and that. And um, he says, right, starting 11 over here with me, rest your week other coaches and he got us together like and he says right you're my you're my starting 11 you're the ones that are going to get get us results you know not them cunts over there <laughs> I'm like, I'm like <laughs> never really heard this before like, you know. and I'm thinking it's a squad game surely like, you know so about two weeks later he's made about three changes you're my starting 11 you're the ones that's going to get me results not them cunts over there. <laughs> and these three lads have come in. And I'm like, yeah, he said that two weeks ago. <laughs> you were one of them cunts over there. So he, he, was, he was so like aggressive and like fucking 
Um, but it's like, he's obviously been in the game that long. Surely he knows that that's... He's trying to compliment you in a way, but I surely knows that that's going to get back. Yeah, and you're thinking like, well, if I'm not in that start level, someone says, get me start 11 together, and you're walking off, you're like, I'm one of the cunts. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, there weren't much team spirit there. It was, um, like I said, I'd, Great team spirit at Barnsley, like real togetherness. Good team spirit at Birmingham amongst the lads that were playing week in, week out. Wigan, great team spirit and a real togetherness. Forest, fucking total opposite. It was like every man for himself at times. Listen, I was struggling. I think my legs were going. But bearing in mind, I'd just come from that Wigan team and I was playing well. You know, I weren't getting fucking overrunner. Physically, I felt good. You know, I'm thinking, I've just got promoted to Prem. I'm looking around the squad, I'm thinking, all Forest players have been relegated from Champ. Some a lot of his signings have been come from other relegated clubs. And I'm thinking, these have all got relegations on the CV. I am, you know, but I'm one that's struggling because I'm getting ball and all I can see is fucking numbers running away. <laughs> it were like fucking playing with Scarlet Pimpernel. You know, you're trying to find people, like, where the fuck is it? Like, <laughs> it's like, just pop out behind somebody. <laughs> like I said, I'd had them three, I'd been at them three clubs and everything had been about like team spirit and togetherness and I saw what it got you. You know, I got promoted to all them three clubs from Champ and I went there and I'm thinking, what the fuck is this place? Mm. Great club, fucking brilliant. The best club I've been at for looking, in terms of looking after players. Anything you wanted, you just fucking got. You got looked after, you know. Can you think that were a bit of a prob the problem, though? I think it could have been, like, you know, um, I think Mego tried to maybe change that a little bit. Um, but I think Mego definitely did help the situation. I mean, he did, one of the things he did, he said, um, right, you fuckers aren't getting a day off until you get me three points. We ended up being in, like, 24 days on, on top. <laughs> and you're coming on Sunday... So you drive up, you get out, you'd walk down Trent, walk back and go, right, get yourselves off, lad. I'm like, what's the fucking point in that? Mm. Um, <clears throat> so after after a couple of weeks, I think we, we were winning and then we conceded a late equaliser. I'm like, fuck, winning tomorrow, like, you know, fucking, <laughs> I've had enough of this shit. Um, so I've gone, like, we're not Sunday. I'm like, gaffer in? Because his car weren't there. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, I, want, I need to see him. Oh, no, he's not, he's not having any meetings today. I went, no, I need to see him really fucking urgently, like, you know, someone's, you know, someone's gone off. Uh, no, you can't see him today, like, because he weren't in. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you fucking yeah. fall well, he weren't yeah. in. <laughs> uh, so they got us, his two coaches, he didn't come down to training ground one day. And lads were moaning like fuck. I mean, I've even heard one of the lads, as we were walking down to Trent, one of the lads were experienced, uh, he says, you know what we should do? We should throw a game on Saturday. And I've started laughing. I'm like, he's back. I think he's bantering. Like, I've said, well, fuck me. We're doing a good enough job at minute, like, <laughs> between us. He went, no, no, we should fucking throw it. I'm like, you're fucking winding me up. I'm like, you're fucking serious, aren't you? I said, you'll go on pitch. He went, yeah, yeah, you've, you've, it's been done before. I'm like, well, wherever I've fucking been it on, like, you know. I'm like, oh, fucking hell, what? Where <laughs> am what I? End, like, to to get rid of to, him. To get, so he'd get sacked. And I'm like, fuck, I you couldn't fucking look in middle, like, do you know what I mean? I'm like going, fuck off, mate. So lads are going, oh, we've got to say something, we've got to say something. So it comes down to experience, lads, done it in, in dressing room. So he didn't come down to training. And um, 
I think it was Frank Barlow and Alan Crawford, said, listen, lads, you know, come on, we need, we need to sort this out, you know. Um, let's have a chat. What, 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 what's your thoughts? Anyway, nobody said out. And they're going, you know, come on, come on. It's not going to get back to Gaffer. So stupidly, I've like, I believed them. <laughs> You're 34, you know. No, no, but I just think, right. So I've said, I've gone, well, fuck me. I says, we're in every fucking day, like Sundays, for, for note. I said, like, what? I says, if we're going to come in, why don't we do something? Why don't we do some shape? I says, because we do fuck all shape. So I set off on a fucking rant, like, I'm going, I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, I want to I wanna make things better here because, you know, I don't want to be in mid-table. You know, I want to be trying to get promoted. So I'm like, you know, why work on stuff? You know, we don't fucking do it in training. We've got no shape. We, I mean, he changed fucking uh, to a back five at one point and just expected lads to adapt. Did no fucking work on it. Because um, he tried nailing me after a game. We, we played Huddersfield and um, gets beat. I got the hook after about 60 minutes and um, doing video on Monday morning. And uh, he's going, fucking you. It's your fucking winger that scored. And I'm like, so I'm going, oh, go on then, run it back, gaffer. So I'm going through, I'm going, well, he's running side, you know, I've passed him on, fucking, nobody said out to me, fucking, um, going on about it tactically and that. And I said, I said, but look at your back three. I said, they're all, I said, you fucking chuck a blanket over them. There's like, fucking, so narrow. I said, how the fuck we're going to defend like that? Well, it's your left winger that scored. I went, well, yeah, but I says, I've played in the back five before. I says, that ball should be straight down centre half throat because he should be here. You know, you're trying to argue with your case. And I just dropped a psychic comment and I says, I'm surprised it's happened after all the work we've fucking done on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't play it next game. <laughs> so, so when I'm having this meeting, I'm saying, oh, well, we fucking work on stuff like we might, you, you never know, we might get fucking better. That would it, I were done. I'd never fucking play it again. <laughs> but it worked, we didn't get back. I think it might, I don't know, I think bit's mine. But it was one of them. I'm like, as I'm saying it all, like, all other experienced lads, I'm thinking, I've turned around, they're all like, <laughs> I'm like, fucking sums it up this place, like. So I say it, we're like. <laughs> so you were the cunts then? Yeah, I, I was the biggest one then. Uh, and then it weren't long after that, he... He did, he did leave in about February and Frank Barlow and uh, Charlie McParlow took over, but I was like, fucking, don't come to games. And I'm thinking like, you know, I ain't done that much wrong. I've just spoke my mind a little bit. Um, but that was me done at Forest, basically. Uh, Colin Collar were coming in the summer. And again, I'd, I spoke, I thought, I better have a fucking meeting with him. So I've pulled him. I said, look, it, it went tits up for me last season, but new start I said whatever you want to do I said I'll just work in bollocks off trying to get in your team he's going oh yeah yeah you know I need experienced lads like you I see this is your role in this you know this shape and all that I'm going oh fucking sound like I've got a chance I said, I said it won't be a problem like um, anyway pulled me on the Thursday before first game so I've done all pre-season but anyway I've got a year left and I've so I said to him if you want rid of me it's not a problem I'll try and get myself a move this summer try and sort myself out um, he's like, no, no, no. So I didn't do all I thought. I've got a chance of playing. Um, sets team up Thursday before kickoff. He pulled me. He went, uh, you're not playing. I said, oh, yeah, no. I said, I get that. I've seen shape like I'm not daft. You know, I said, no problem. He went, no, no, you're not going to play at all this season. I went, what are you talking about? He said, 
you're just not going to play. For what reason? He went, I'm just not going to play you. I went, will you fucking kill me? Like, I says, what, what am I going to do now? I said, I could, I could have got myself a move. I said, I'd have got out of your fucking hair. So when I started kicking off a bit in training, like fucking lashing balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time. That's just the, what we want to know. <laughs> so he's, because um, that was it, uh, John Deere were at Lincoln and he, he, he rang me. He says, uh, I know Colin really well. I'll try and get you on loan. Do you fancy it? They were like League Two, but they were up in playoffs. I said, yeah. I said, I'll, I'll, of course, you want to play. You know, I'm probably 33, 34 by then. I thought, he ain't got long left. I said, I just want to play. So Dixie's run back, he says, Colin's not letting you go. I went, why not? So I'm not fucking playing. He's told me I'm not going to play. So I went in to see him. And uh, he said, nah, nah, you're not going. I'm like, why not? Okay. Right, fucking, oh, they're not, they're not paying enough money for you, like, covering in wages. I went, well, the league two side, they're not going to, like, you know, I'll get out of your air, you know. He said, get some back. Yeah. He says, we can cancel your contract. I went, I'm not fucking daft, like, you know. <laughs> I don't want to play that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we goes down to training. I thought, right, fuck it. Having a small side again. First ball I got, gets it off keeper. Better that pitch is about 50 yards long. She's had a shot. <laughs> Every time I got it, she's had a shot. Bam. Lads are showing, I'm going, fuck off. Like, it's leather in it. So he's like, he could say I was fucking about. So he's, he's trying to have a bit of a go, a bit of a go at me. I was like, oh, fuck off, like, you know, shot. So he's called training. Did he go in? Did the fuck? Fucking <laughs> nowhere near. <laughs> he got me in. Uh, she said, I can't fucking have that. I went, just let me go, Gaffer, let me let me go on loan. You know, um, she says, right, right, I'll, I'll do my best, I'll try and get you out on loan. She says, but I don't want you fucking about again. I says, yeah, no problem. Trade next day, no problem. I says, uh, oh, we're tapping with Lincoln. Yeah, we're still on weight. Anyway, Dixie's rung me. They're not letting you go. Training. <laughs> start, start booting balls over towards Trent. And it, he's gone, so you gone like, you gone... Not having that fucking getting, I'm going to fucking sort me out like rabbit as I'm walking <laughs> off. You're fucking or this, that, and the other. Now we're gone the next day. So I thought, it, kind it worked. worked. Yeah. It doesn't work. I told you that it worked. <laughs> so I had, a, I had a season on loan, well, a couple of spells on, on loan at Lincoln and right enjoyed it. Like, you know, the <laughs> garage, you know, I thought, I was like a bit pissed off with myself. So I'm thinking, I shouldn't have had to be a, act like a wanker, like to mm. get myself out. But I just thought, but they ain't, they were sort of going out, out, they were trying to get me to cancel my contract. And I'm like, well, everybody else gets paid up. You know, why am I not getting paid up? Like, mm. you know, you've, you've got rid of loads of players, like, and they've gone with, with the contract paid up. And I'm like, ah, I signed that contract in good faith. I'm, I'm willing to fucking train and play. You're not letting me. Let me go somewhere else. But they, they went out of the way to be fucking awkward, like, so I was like, right, fuck you. Be a twat, like. Sometimes it's got to be done, isn't it? Yeah, that's the only time I've ever done it in me. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. But the other clubs, I never wanted to leave them, so... Um. A Lincoln fan got in touch asking what happened the second half of the 6-7 season. Mm. Um, so fell off a cliff, second, yeah. second half of the season. When I first went there, we had a real good run. You know, pitches were still nice, like, and we could play decent football. And because of how long you could spend on loan at a club... I had to go back to Forest for a month. But I'd been training down at Birmingham. With Bruce, he used to let me go in and train at Birmingham. Um, but I had to go back during December because they said we wanted for the second half of the season and to cover playoffs. So I'd, I, mean, I think we were like second at the beginning of December. I went back, come back in January, 
we were something like seventh or eighth. I'm like, fuck you, been doing, lad. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm decent, but fuck me, lad. Um, but um, we ended up, we picked up, we got, it, we got into playoffs. Uh, I think Bristol Rovers beat us in playoffs. You know, but as I said, we were, we were flying before Christmas, you know, playing really well. Um, so I thought, that was what happened, like. <laughs> sent me back, sent me back. I had a good Christmas, like. <laughs> you weren't the same until you got fit by February. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just want to keep playing? Because obviously you went into non-league and yeah. Play, but what, where, how old were you when you finally? Kind of like th- thirty-four right. when, I, when I finished at Lincoln, and then I'm thinking, you know, it's like I'm thinking, I must still have a decent rep in the game, like, and my legs aren't totally gone, so I'm, I'm looking like League One, League Two, just fucking nothing, and then, you know, I didn't really have an agent, and then um, I had a couple of games. I was living down in Solihull, so I had a game for Solihull Moors. I thought, no, I can't do this Tuesday, Thursday night training, like. And then I bumped into Mark Cooper, lived near me, near at Kettering at the time. They were Conference North, but they were full-time. So he says, oh, just come in and train and play and see what you think. So we used to, so I didn't have to drive, so he'd, he'd take me down. And so I just started playing then. I was doing my badges as well. And he said, like, you know, you can do your coaching hours while you're here. <clears throat> I went up, we had a decent team at Kettering. Uh, got promoted out at Conference North into what's now National League. And we were doing all right. We had a couple of good seasons, a couple of good FA Cup runs. Um, and then Coops got the Peterborough job when they were in champ, first time that Fergie left. And he took me as assistant. So that's when I won my boots up. Like, yeah. that's I'd have been about 37 then. Um, I could have still played, like, at some sort of... Still playing Conference at 37, like... Um, she used to sit in at fullback like <laughs> cigar and brandy. Jumping <laughs> 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 balls. Nicky, thanks for yeah, coming on. Yeah, Tom, man, mate. Thanks for coming on, mate. Yeah. But it's not right at a pint, like, to be honest, but. I'm going to switch gas on. I can't have it all. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.